Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. Oh man, so much wrestling, but we bring you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week because we are comedians living in Hollywood doing some things that are funny and other things that are dramatically unfunny. Well, yes, like you could say the grind of work continues, Scott. That's right. Uh, other podcasts out there might give you a full breakdown that lasts about six hours of everything that happens in wrestling. That's not our thing. No, That's we like to do the do. ramp up. Yeah, we do the ramp up. Uh, traffic, uh, work, mm-hmm. what we had for lunch. Every, every seven and seven. Yeah, what's seven and seven? Uh, every seven minutes, we give you a seven up. On the seven. Mm-hmm. On the sevens. And we the call sevens. it on the seven. Traffic and weather. Yeah, traffic. Oh, traffic and weather on the sevens. Got yeah. it. Seven um, figure, seven toes. Yeah, that's right. Is the cost of doing business with us. <laughs> Give us seven of them. We'll leave you with three. Uh, so I watched Adam's Family uh, for the first time in a long time. And I had talked to you about how great it was. I fell asleep, so I watched it again. And uh, the thing that I never realized before was the uh, when he's doing the um, combination for the vault with Fester. Mm-hmm. And he does, uh, the, what does he goes? Two, ten. And Fester yells, 57. And he's like. 11. 11, my good man. T- two eyes, t- fingers, and toes. Because it's 11 toes. Right. For the penis. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is September 1st, 2015. Look. Wrestling's podcast. Yeah. Quality material stands the test of time and even <laughs> wiggles its way into inappropriate content. I just love that you talk about Adam's family right away. Oh, I'm just so excited. It, like, I, had to, I had to get it out. Well, what was so exciting about wrestling for you this week, buddy? Uh, I was excited for Night of Champions, but that's like 19 days away. Uh huh. Um, I was ter- like, I was kind of bummed about the shooting that took place at the Performance Center. I was like, it felt like I an- don't know much about that. I heard that someone shot somebody, and I know that Bram got arrested in Florida. So I didn't know if they were related. <laughs> Uh, a crazed fan who has been to the performance center like multiple times trying to track down an unspecified diva. <gasps> Blue pants? I don't know. Blue pants. Oh man, you're so out of it. I'm out of it. Um, and sheriff's deputies shot the guy because he had a knife, and he'd been he had like they had an injunction against him what? to stay 90 yards away from the performance center. So they he'd been there three times before. Okay, so a guy went to the performance center is essentially stalking. A uh, diva. They a don't, diva. They don't. They won't say which one. And I. Th- I don't think they should say it unless they really want to give her a creepy push. But I don't think it's necessary. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's Samuel Shaw. You know that really would be the worst, best way to introduce somebody into the WWE. But he was that character in TNA. Him and Christy Hemme is always following her and tracking her and seeing what she's doing. Uh huh. It could be him. He could be doing a cool invasion angle, and he took a bullet for the WWE. That is dedication. That's that really is dedication. dedication. Without a contract or any pay or any merchandising. And with boom, little to no social media influence. Really riding dark on this one. Really Just like, underground uh, work. He's ghost protocol. It's really a ghost protocol. Oh, measure. my God. That's great. Samuel Shaw, ghost protocol. <laughs> Accidental surgery. Okay. Well, it's unintentional if he got shot. Where'd he get shot? I don't know. Like, in this story? Yeah, in the In, in the his real knife life. hand. He got shot in his knife hand. <laughs> <laughs> it was the de- in, in the hand, or did he shoot the knife out of they his hand? They call the deputy Annie Oakley, because he shot the, the knife right out of his hands and managed to blow off three fingers. So wait, no, where'd the real guy get shot? I don't know. What, is he dead? No, he's in the hospital. 
Okay. So he lived. So it wasn't a fatal wound. Yeah. I don't think it was. They shot him. They took him to the hospital. Hmm. Okay. So that guy's alive. He is alive. But honestly, like, it's kind of a good thing, I think, that he got shot. And I don't say that very often because you imagine if he did make it into the performance center, as dangerous it would be. It's almost like 10 times worse than a fan jumping the rails at a live event. Well, this dude had a knife. Yeah. So he could have been, who knows what happened. If a fan jumps the rail at an event, they're just drunk. And they're like, I'll show them. I'll get them. Unless they brought, uh, their, unless they brought their hot dog knife hold on, for Brock. cotton and cheer and hot dogs. Hold on, Brock Lesnar. I'll suplex you. Hold on. Let me take my pants down first. Welcome to the bus to Suplex City because everybody's got a ride. Nobody rides for free. Show me your pass. If you don't show me your pass, you ain't going to get no grass or ass. <laughs> Sir, you're spitting on the belt. Hold on. Let me. I'm going to wear it. I want it to shine. I'm hold gonna on. Shine. I'm going to make it spin. I think even with a knife, it's definitely dangerous and scary, but part of me wants to, like, I wish that a bunch of wrestlers just beat up this guy and sort of sent him out the back into a couple of trash cans. I'm, I kind of hope that Vince McMahon shot him. Or, I guess it's NXT. I guess Triple, I want Triple H to have shot him. Triple H responded to the whole thing with three tweets, saying, like, this thing's happened. No. This person, this person, like, we've had problems with this person in the past. Uh Uh-huh. And then the third and final tweet was, refer all further questions to the police, uh, to the, I think it was Orange County. Like, there's an Orange County in Florida. What? Depar- uh, That's where I am. I for- in the Californias. For about two minutes while I was reading this article, I was like, is there a performance center in California? How did I miss this? Why are we having sandwiches outside of it every day? <laughs> With knives. Uh, Hi, Blue Pants. Hi. What is Blue Pants? Blue Pants is a person. That's, that's a lady. Is that her wrestling name? Yes. Wow. I feel old as shit when I talk about blue pants because I don't get it. Everybody else loves blue, blue pants. It's is it thing. current? Is it current? Is it current? Is it like a thing from the past? Or is it like, no, does no. it feel old because you know about it? Or you feel old because you don't get it? I feel old because I don't get it. It's like a walking emoji. Oh, boy. Yeah, they play the, her you, theme And song? you really don't get emojis, too. No, I don't get those at all. Um I get slices of pizza. That's the only one I really understand. That's pizza. That and, Boy, how can you go wrong with pizza? That and poop. I thought it was chocolate pudding for a while. I'm like, yeah, who doesn't love chocolate Look pudding? Look how happy that chocolate pudding is. Oh, but that's a dog face in front of it. Oh, you give chocolate to dogs and they die. That's oh, true. it's poop. Dog shit. See? I got. Let's see what I got here. I got a pig face. I got a bicycle. And it looks like a flag of France. I'm not sure what's going on here, but... <laughs> This would just confuse the shit out of Indiana, Indiana Jones. Indiana. Indiana. Banana. Blue Pants makes no sense to me. She Describe it to me. Describe it to me. It's a diva. Pretend wearing, I'm someone who doesn't understand emojis and describe it to it's me. It's a diva wearing blue pants, and that's all there is to the character. Any top? Yes. I, I'm sure it's also blue. But the emphasis is on blue pants. Have you seen them? Yeah. She was at Brooklyn NXT TakeOver, and I didn't get it. Everybody goes crazy. Everybody loves her. It's just some... It's really like the indie show that everyone's gone to for years, and mm-hmm. then you jump in and you go, what is this and why? Oh, it's like going to a screening of The Room at midnight, and everybody's saying, oh, it's going to be so funny. It's going to be so funny. And you go, and you're like, hey, that was a bad movie that I just paid for. In wrestling terms, it's like seeing Al Snow for the first time. Okay. Uh, Where you walk in and you go... I don't understand why everybody has a fucking mannequin head and screams head every four minutes. Do they chant blue pants? 
she ha- her theme song is um, the Price is Right theme song, Ba-na-ba-ba. but sung by one dude acapella poorly, and it sounds like it's recorded poorly in a bathroom. Well, you know, Jim Johnson, sometimes they let him out just long enough for him to record a song. That's not him, man. Somebody else did that. Yeah? Somebody else did that. You can tell that. if it's not a Jim Johnson original. I can, because he would, he would not put his stamp of approval on that song. Uh, where are the rocking guitars on this? I yeah. can't, I'm sorry, I can't approve this. There's no rocking guitars. It's, it's so weird. People love it. I don't get it. It's not my thing. Not my thing. Would you prefer if they had been brown pants? I think when because she turns they're... heel, they're going to be black pants. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. 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 That's what happens. That's what happens. White ropes, black pants. That's right. It's a sign of evil. Mm-hmm. You go from light colors to dark. It's a universal cinematic thing. Yeah, it's just like Stone Cold when he was wearing his white trunks and elbow pads and shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. Wait, shoulder pads. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah that would really be the shoulder worst. pads. Yeah. Uh, but Steve, there's, there's... Okay, so there's outrage from uh, one fan obviously wanting to do whatever he wants to go into the performance center and stab a lady. Well, that didn't work out for him, but the internet is upset. The internet is having outrage. Well, you know what? I think that always works out well for the internet. So maybe it'll be different this time when they're outraged. No, I was saying it wasn't because of that. I'm saying all this stuff going on with Kevin Owens right now. Yeah, I know. Everybody's pissed. I think maybe this is a chance for the internet to, you know, get it right. Maybe they already did get it right. And I think the only way we can do is sort of double check and see Maybe we can check their facts and what the internet thinks is real about somebody who maybe has a, an inside scoop. Well, Steve, uh, the whole thing right now is everybody's complaining, much like they did with Daniel Bryan before and others before that, that uh, Kevin Owens, his push has been taken away. Uh, his storyline's been given to Seth Rollins. There's nothing happening with Kevin Owens anymore. Never mind the fact that he worked double duty at SummerSlam weekend, had amazing matches with Finn Balor, and uh, with uh, uh, Cesaro, and he's having, he's working all the time, and he's still in this feud with Cesaro, going crazy. Yeah. But they still think everything's gone. All of his opportunities are wasted. Scott, I can hear the disappointment in your voice. I think. No, that... I'm not. I'm fine. Really? You don't care? Oh, you don't like Kevin Owens? No, that you're wrong on all counts. No, wait, hold on, shit? wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not disappointed. No, no, no. I'm totally fine with let this, and finish. I don't believe let it. Let me finish. And you're wearing blue pants. That I am. Oh, shit. God, that totally ruins my bit. Uh, no, I don't believe Kevin Owens has had his uh, push taken away. I, I don't believe in any of this. I'm fine with this. Kevin Owens is perfectly fine. Well, then you're going to love our next guest. Why? <laughs> because this guy is here to set the record straight. Who's that? Uh, checking the docket. Uh, all I got here is Uncle Owen. Oh, Uncle Owen? Yeah. Oh, oh. maybe there's an S. It's very small print. Oh, all right. Well, is there or not? No. I don't want to address them incorrectly. Yeah, I'll address them incorrectly, and we'll see what happens. I'll is t- this the place where I am to be going? Oh, yes, uh, Uncle Owens. What? So, Uncle Owens. My, my name is Uncle Owen Owens. Uh, Uncle- I am the uncle to Kevin Owens. Owen If Owen you were to Scott. be looking at a tree which is made of families, you would see me on Uncle Branch. Ah, this I understand. Okay. Uh, well, it's a little extended metaphor, but I think you got it. Scott, it's Owen Owens. Mine! He knows all the moves. My nephew... Is know all the moves. He knows the extended metaphor. He does that most goodly. Uh, uh, you're talking about your son, Kevin Owens. Clover the, Leafs. Uh, I'm the wrestling move. Texas Clover Leafs. Yes, that's right. He that's does right. that move right. where he takes all of your appendages and moves them up around you. 
I guess so, yeah. And two are you, or yeah, you're going, sense. oh, out, out, I tap you. That's, uh, you know what, you're right. I think that he does move the body around in, so, in such a way that it becomes painful, and you're moving against the way you want it to be. Uh, so It's are, ridiculous. Why why take away the man's pull? Uh, the, his, I'm sorry, his push? His pull. You don't take away the man's pull. The man works very hard. Uh, he works harder than the man who is you. Oh, so let me get this. Okay, so you... Uh, you agree with the fan base that the internet is agree- that believes that Kevin Owens is really being uh, short-shrifted or short-changed in his push right now. All of the computer screens that I've gone to see all over this world of ours, I've looked at them very much, and I've seen that they are not right. They are not right in the fact that the McManus, he takes away. He takes away the pool. So I say unto McManus, you give it back. You give the pool back to my nephew. Oh, so you'd like to see Kevin Owens doing more in wrestling and getting more uh, heat, correct? That's right. He goes up against Jonathan, and he says to you, I can see you, and then he showed that he could see him very good with all of his eyes. Uh, Jonathan Jonathan Cena. Jonathan Cena, Cena. yes, of course. Okay, yes. Uh, How did you feel about his program with Cesaro? It's ongoing right now. Oh, oh, look at me. My name is Caesar. My name is Caesar. Big deal. That guy cannot go with my nephew. My nephew is way better than him, so he should not be having any pulls on him. You're telling me that you don't think that Kevin Owens and Cesaro aren't doing good work together? Oh, well, he drags him around and makes him look better than a bird in the sand. Oh, I'm sorry, a bird in the sand? Yeah, when you want to look good in front of all of your feathers, you tell all of them, hey, why don't you put a bird in the sand and shine a light on it until it evaporates? You mean like an ostrich putting its head in the sand? I don't know where you come from, but that is most strange to me. Well, I'd say I'm strange to me also. What about like uh All right, let me like it... a peacock? Like a peacock showing its feathers? I'll put it another way for you. Thank you. When you get you. the rhinoceros and his horn is ready, and then you say, Oh, look at this horn right here. We need to get some sandwiches to put around it. Well, I do like sandwiches. Uh I feel like I get the positive part, which is the sandwiches. Is the horn his push? He is a tank. Going through the deserts that have storms in them. Okay, all right. And that's when all the grenades and fireworks come down and rain upon July's of 4th. Now, is that uh, his push or his storyline, or is that fan criticism? See, maybe this is a problem. Are you one of those guys with a pencil and a writing pad who writes for the wrestling? Uh, no, I'm not. Oh, well, it sounds like you are because you don't get what I'm talking about. You don't get me and the other computer screens. Oh, okay, I get it. So, uh, wrestling needs to come back for cool. All right, so uh, wrestling in general, you feel like, doesn't understand the fans or what the fans want. No, and what the fans want is my nephew, Kevin Owens. Oh, I am so upset by this. Me and his aunt. Oh, what's... uh... Aunt Baru. Ah, <laughs> Uncle Owen, Aunt Brew, of course. Um, I, I also just, uh, that's... We sit at home, we watch on the television screens every single Monday night, and also on the Thursday night, because that is when Down Smack is on. Down Smack, uh, I'm sorry, Smackdown? Oh, that's okay. So we watch Raw <laughs> and Down Smack, and we watch, and we watch for our nephew, Kevin Owens. Do you watch the NXT pay-per-views as well? Oh, of course, if he's on there, we watch. Okay. So we are watching there, avidly with pig's feet and we enjoy and we see that he's got the loudest reaction of all he is way bigger than this lesnar and he is more alive than taker man uh this is true i think uh, there's something about owens that's very interesting to watch and he's more uh uh, definitely active than Undertaker. I don't know if he's as popular as Brock Lesnar, but I definitely think there's something where I'd like to see them maybe 
I don't know, cross paths? What do you think? Ah, then he could finally whoop his buttocks. And then, if this doesn't happen anytime soon, I will be boy bedbunking this show. Boy bedbunking? Yeah, that's right. I will be boy bedbunking it. Like you won't be watching it anymore? Of course. That is the kind of protesting I am making. Right, I will, right. I will bedbunk this. Okay. Um, I will bedbunk this with boys. Now, I couldn't help but notice you're wearing a black t-shirt with duct tape letters on there. It says U-O... Uh, does that sound for Uncle Owen? Is that what your T-shirt? That's right. I I am Uncle Owen Owens. And look on the back. There's another O. Oh, for Owens. Now, is that available to the public? Do you have? Is that? Is there anything you want to plug while you're here? If you are a fan of my nephew and you are a fan of the words that come out of my face, mm-hmm. then I will make shirts onto you. Like you'll make them on someone? I will make shirts onto you. Oh, you'll make you shirts. Have shirts, and then I will make them onto you. You'll make shirts to order. You'll make sure it's to order for me. I will come to the place where you are residing with your feet up, and then I will say, the body of your torso needs a shirt that is mine. Oh, that's incredible service. You'll be coming to people. Like, that's delivery. That's great. That's, that's what fantastic. my nephew does each and every week on Raw and Down Smack, and then I will do the same for you. And if McManus don't understand that, well, then he may kiss the genitals that are above my knees. Oh, well, I guess those would just be your genitals, right? The genitals above my knees that McManus can kiss. Oh, wow. Well, Uncle Owen Owens, thank you so much for joining us. I have quick predictions. Do you see uh, Kevin Owens? The end of the world will be coming in 2026. Oh, wow. I was going to say for uh, Night of Champions, but if you want to go that heavy, that's fine. Oh, that pay-per-view will run its course by 2019. They will change it up with some other form of uh, vengeful wordage, such as knife throws or... Smack grenades? What, maybe like a couch flipper. I do not know what that means. Oh, uh, okay. It's just something that you can do when you're angry, flipping couches. I see. Well, that's what I might do after I'm done boy bedbunking this show if they don't push, push, push. You know what? I think you've made a very clear argument, Uncle Owen Owens, and I just want to let you know you're welcome here on Curtain Jerks anytime if you want to talk about Kevin Owens or even just really... The state of wrestling in general. No, I don't like wrestling. It is fake. Oh, well. (laughs) Thank you very much for joining us, Uncle Owen Owens. I think he meant boycotting. I think so, too. And uh, I wish I had made, I wish I had typed out this manifest a little bit better so I would have known his name better at the beginning. That was my bad. Hey, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know you had a guest coming in. Hey, look. I thought we normally check in about the guests. Yeah, I was so busy getting, trying to get to Tashi Station to pick up those power converters. So oh, I, you man. know. Well, lapse of conversation or communication. Uh, procrastination. A nation. Masturbation. <laughs> I'm glad you slipped. I'm glad you slid that in there. Um, it's weird going on dates again and having that be a question asked. Do you masturbate? Yes. And when was the last time you did? Oh, wow. For someone you haven't really met yet. Is it supposed to be sexy or flirty? It isn't there. And then when that question comes up, it's like, is this this medical? Like, are you checking up on me? Uh, What did you say? Um, Well, well, six minutes ago before you, when you you went to the bathroom. I just put, uh, yes, and recently. Like, I left it there of like, I'm a normal person. Did you make sure to tear one of the pieces of bread in half right as you said that? No, this was via text. Wow. It seems like it's supposed to be kind of sexy or flirty. I guess so. But again, it didn't, there was no ramp up to that of like, ooh, you're kind of cute and blah, blah, you know, none of that. 
I mean, of course, I assumed this was happening. Like, what during, do you do for work during dinner? Or oh, or yeah, like um, have you masturbated recently? Because I can tell you're doing it under the table right now. <laughs> uh, look, I, they just didn't give me a spoon for this soup. That's why I'm using my hands to cup it. Um, that's weird. I mean, that's honestly, very weird. like telling the story, I immediately like, ooh, it sounds like it's supposed to be sexy and flirty. Sure, it does not. Based on how you're behaving, it sounds like it did not come across that way, and it was not in any way sexy or fun or flirty. No, it's like a checklist of all right. So, what goes on with you as a person, and like, how's your day to day? And did then... you then go on a date? No, no, no. Are you still texting? I also with this didn't. Person? I didn't uh, respond back with like. Have you? And when? Because I, I was just like, well, it already seemed inappropriate when you asked me. Yeah, that's. Did seems... I miss the boat on that one? Should I have, like, hey, how about you, huh? Do a little finger dance, huh? Finger dance. <laughs> you doing a little puppet show? Hmm? Uh, What's going you, on down there? Do you ever count these piggies twice? <laughs> uh, honestly. You whistling Dixie? It does sound like you might have had a, you might have had a missed opportunity, but. I think I might put that opportunity in sort of the, uh, like, the question column. Because it seems like if you were uncomfortable, it sounds like, trust your instincts. Also, I mean, dating these days is pretty fucking different. You're hopping on Tinder or whatever. People are trying to figure out if they I can... I did. I did hop on Tinder. I A lot of people are just trying to figure out how fast they can smash, Scott. That's not true. That is not what Tinder supposedly is now. And uh, hey, I'll, I understand that Tinder hey. is mar- trying to market itself as something different from that. But everybody I know who does Tinder is not looking for meaningful friend relationships. Well, Smash ain't happening yet, buddy. There's no Smash TV. <laughs> uh, have you gone on any dates specifically from Tinder? Yes. How do they go? Poorly. Was it the expectations different for both of you? Uh, a little bit. I'm more upfront and honest with everything. And so far, they're not. Is, do you think it's because they're just looking to smash? No. Uh, neither one of them were looking to smash. What were they looking for? Uh, one for money. From and... you? Yeah. Like to, for a cab ride or for uh, their life? To pay for a lot of stuff and to pay for her children that she didn't mention that she had. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just wanted me to pay for stuff. Uh, I guess they could call it Tinder. The fire spreads. <laughs> They could call it that, and I would still want to quit it. <laughs> and then what about the other one? The other one, it was more of a, I don't know, I'll meet you and see. And I think both of us were in the in the, in the mutual boat of like, uh, I don't know. I think we're both kind of missing something. We're, we're, we're both not striking each other's fancy. So, so you're not it was more sparking honest. the Tinder. Yeah, it, it, that felt like a job interview on both sides. Oh, boy. That wasn't a, uh, it didn't feel like a date. It was all right, we're not talking. I'm just going to ask you a question that pops in my head. It wasn't conversational. It was question response and then in return. That sucks. Do you ever like set up calls for yourself to get out of dates if they suck? No, I need to just get better at leaving. Well, you know, but that's what friends are for is to call you and let you know, hey, sorry, Scott, your cat burned down. I just need you, next time I'm on a date, Steve, I need you to yell out, rape, they're raping the dog. They're back, and they're raping the dog. So you want me to send you an audio text? Well, just something really, really loud so I can kind of hold it away from my ear and then look at her and give her, like, a look Oh, uh, gotta go. Oh, every time. Uh, look, you know what? If, if you could have them wrap this up, I need to bring my car around, and I'm so sorry. Uh, my dog's getting raped again. So I'm a crazed fan from NXT. Uh, 
Did you ever try out tag team or whatever it tag is? Tag me a date. Tag you a date. No, not yet. I think I'm very close. I think so, I, too. I'm worried about this cutting a promo thing. Because that's, that's what they encourage. Yeah, that but you make a video and you cut a promo. Yeah, but you're great at cutting promos. Uh, it's just weird to try and cut up. Okay, because I don't get to see any. Mm-hmm. Like I until you cut a promo, I'm assuming because you gotta you gotta make an account for yourself first. So I don't know if they if they go like here, check out uh, example promos. So I don't know if I'm supposed to spoof like an '80s promo and get all ragey with it. I don't know if I'm just supposed to be me. It it seems like I can't just go like, hi, I'm Scott, and I do this and that. Like that's not cutting a promo. I gotta mention Sunday and you and a cage. <laughs> no, you know I think you could just do it. Be clever. And showcase that big sexy brain of yours. Uh, That's the worst possible thing I think it could say about it. I, like, I feel like you could cut a pretty nice Desmond Wolf uh, promo. Like oh, we an eight-minute promo. Uh, do like an and furthermore, Mister Lady. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's really fascinating to me because I feel like you're so open to dating and to like to meeting people, but I feel like your instincts and guts don't like kick in until either full text conversation or awkward terrible date my full what doesn't kick in your guts your instincts your sixth sense your ninth gear your uh, uh your kip up your uh your, <laughs> your skin the cat yeah your skin the cat all that good stuff i want to give people the benefit of the doubt all the way up until the point where they give me reason to not do that anymore yeah i guess what bums me out is that i feel like you're giving people the benefit of the doubt even if they're not giving you benefit of the doubt oh yeah Totally. Otherwise, this wouldn't work at all. No, but, like, I just, I feel like there's got to be a better, like, criteria for you for getting through, for wading through all the bullshit and the people that just want money or just want to ask questions. You got to find somebody that really engages with you and it's like... Well, the tricky part is you always have to... Okay, so on both occasions, I mentioned the, you know, wrestling because it's going to come up. It's it's a thing. And uh, so the first one just tuned the fuck out. Just didn't want any part of it. And from there I go, this isn't... This is isn't she the, the one basis. who has kids? Yeah, when they both had kids. Uh, oh, come on! Can't you check a box or something? They sure can. They didn't. Oh, boy. Um. So, and that's fine. Like, there's a part of me that's uh, that's okay with that. All depends on the situation. All depends on the situation. That's a completely different issue altogether. Yeah, but it all depends on the situation. I like, agree, but... They I... could have their shit together. Like, the one lady I thought only had a 16-year-old. I was like, oh, all right. You're almost done. You know? Then that's almost an adult, and that's a whole another set of things. It's like, oh, I have a sixteen-year-old and a three-year-old. Like, ah, ah. <laughs> well, then that's the sixteen-year-old is the father. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, our blooming onions here. <laughs> so, um, it's it's not the 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 thing that'll kill the date if it's like, oh, you're really being judgmental about wrestling, but it's a gigantic sign if they. Go like, oh, I know what that is, and that's stupid, and there, there's no, there's no understanding of it. It's like, yeah, this is what I like, but I've also turned it into something. I don't just watch every week, and uh, I will ignore you for it. I watch it, I talk about it, I do things, I go to events, like I make it a thing. Yeah, but I, I don't think that you. I think it should kill the date for you. If someone's gonna be dismissive, of, I think I've said this before, even I, on the podcast. If someone's gonna be dismissive of something that you have turned into something that matters to you or something that is important or something that you like and that you can talk about sort of at length and they're sort of going to be dismissive of it. 
that's shitty. That sucks. I think, honestly, I think you should... You're probably, shitty, and you suck. You should upplay the wrestling angle because then I you... do. But then you can find people because of that. Uh, they don't all go for me. I've seen a couple, and I'm like, oh, this should work out great. No dice. You know why? They like bodybuilders? That, and they probably listen to this podcast. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh come on. Yeah. Honestly, but I think it seems like that's not something that every time you bring it up, it's like the equivalent of saying, like... And I have an octopus arm. Like, it's that's how it seems like you always have to say it. And then you either find out, like, is this person going to like me for me? Or are they going to, like, be disgusted by my octopus arm? Because sometimes that's how wrestling feels. It feels like it really can entrench in every part of your life. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to ink. <laughs> I love this match. Oh. I inked. I'm scared. I inked so hard during Lesnar and Undertaker. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mickey, but I just, I inked big time. I wasn't scared. I, I was excited. I flipped the cushion. Yeah. You're going to see it someday. Yeah, it's like one of those uh, uh, removable holes from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. All I'm saying is... That's what I need to find, Steve. A removable hole. Oh, boy. I th- I just think I always... Every time you tell me about dating stuff, I always stand by the fact that I think you deserve better. And it's not that you're an elitist by any means. I think just the caliber of people that you end up spending your time with don't deserve you. Oh. Do you deserve me? Uh, Sometimes. Sometimes I don't. Because you're an asshole in those times, Scott. Well, no, I think it's... You're a bleak, joyless I think it's, asshole. I think it's it, it alternates. Sometimes I'm an asshole who's completely irresponsible, and other times you're a very bleak like asshole also. And I feel like a lot of the times in terms of, because we're friends, we forgive each other a lot, but it also means that we're sort of nastier to each other than we would be in normal circumstances. We're like wrestlers. We're always forgiving and we're nasty to one another. Yeah. I'll see you in the ring, buddy. Yeah. there's that's I'm glad you put it that way because it made me feel a lot more masculine than when I was describing it. (laughs) But I think there's something about that, which is you, there's people you know are going to forgive you and you get, and you giving these people that are shitting to you on dates, more benefit of a doubt than we give each other as friends sometimes because you know that like as friends, like, hey, look, we're solid. I might see a boob. Yeah, there's the there's the boob, there's the stranger boob uh, contingent like that. Yeah. That always changes the numbers. But I feel like I don't think that boob's gonna be worth it, buddy. If it was a shit dinner and someone who isn't gonna like like what's better than this? A boob and someone who loves wrestling with you. Yeah, I don't have that. Yeah, but that's like that's the ideal. All right, listeners, I'm looking for a boob and someone that loves wrestling. <laughs> um, well, I, it's just I, last thing. You just sure. deserve somebody who respects you and that you can that you feel good respecting. And I know how easy it is for me to say that. With this wedding ring. No, not bling, that. Bling, bling, but bling, it's bling. so easy to sort of say what an ideal is, even if someone like, hey, you know what? It's great if cake didn't make you fat and it didn't make you feel sick if you ate too much of it. Like it was, it's so easy to say what ideals are and what you want for other people, even though it's hard to achieve it. Oh, sure. And I'm always interested in... Like, this is one of the things I find fascinating most in wrestling is the wrestling fan and overcoming that hurdle or just finding that other person or it's like she's cool. He or she being cool with wrestling or it's like, oh, yeah, they love it, too. Or I convinced them over time, like, this is the most amazing thing in the world. I agree. So I if think ever you have your stories, listeners, and you want to share them to us, please do email them to us. Curtainjerks at gmail.com. Because wrestling is one of those things where it's like best enjoyed in groups. But it's so hard sometimes to find somebody that you're sharing your life with who wants to share that with you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Speaking of boobs, (laughs) Diva's Revolution, Steve. Oh, wow. That was... 
What a tasteful change. Thanks. Uh, we'll be the boobs because we love them. Uh, Divas. Now what is that's? Look, this is me trying to talk wrestling. Hey, people know at this point, Steve. No, no need hiding it anymore. Yeah, I've been legally blind for the last eighteen months. Okay, there are nine divas involved in the divas revolution. You've got Team Bella. So who's on Team Bella, Steve? Uh, Brie Bella, Nikki Bella, and Fox. That's right. Okay. Okay. And then we've got uh, Team Bad. That's bad Ooh. and dangerous. Is what it, or uh, beautiful and dangerous. That's what it stands for. Uh, the gal who used to be with Enzo Amore, right? The New York gal. The New York gal. Who's the New York? I don't. I don't well, know. I, I don't know. They're who's the bad with guys. Enzo they're Amore. the bad guys. They're the bad guys. Well, who are the three? Team Bad is the Nicki Minaj knockoff and the other girl and uh, <laughs> Bailey's evil twin Traley. Okay, it's Tamina Snuka, mm-hmm. it's Naomi, mm-hmm. and Sasha Banks. Yeah. Who must be one of those ones that you're describing. Uh, maybe. I, you know. It sounded like the Nicki Minaj thing. Yeah. That's that lady. And then you got Team PCB. It stands for their names, so if I said all their names. Paige, Charlotte, uh-huh. and... And... Batista. 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 Oh, boy. Nobody ever's talking about Batista anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was just thinking today, I was like, hey, and I really mentioned evolution. I think there was really something there with Batista. Yeah, it was, you know, you had Santina, Morella, and you had Batista. Uh, So who's the final member of PCBs? (laughs) What, Uh, that terrible thing that comes out of refrigerators and makes the uh, greenhouse gases worse? Well, before that, it was sorority, or submission sorority. Oh, and then they changed it, right? Yeah, because no one Google searched that. Mm. You know about that? Did we talk about that? Uh, I know we talked about it a lot. Is it the porn website? Submission? It's a, yeah, it, it was a porn thing. and Ultimate submission, I believe it's called. Well, no, this the website and everything was uh, submission sorority. Well, it's a cheap knockoff of ultimate submission. Let's be honest, listeners. All right. <laughs> well, for more uh, submission porn uh, uh, knowledge, you can tweet at A. Steve Sears. Look, guys, do your jujitsu. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Hey, look, it's a good fundamental. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great fundamental. But the, the last diva is actually a guest on our show today. Becky Lynch. Ah, uh, Becky Lynch, of course. I'm looking at her name right here. I thought that was her special guest today. That's how out of it yeah, I am. Yeah, you know she I mean, you've seen, you've seen images and stuff on the interwebs. You've seen her wrestle. Wonderful, wonderful wrestler. Yeah. She looks like a character from the fourth season of Farscape. You know who I'm talking about, everybody. <laughs> uh, I don't. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm just gonna go. Get, I'm gonna go get her. Okay. Okay. Ah, uh, Becky, Becky Lynch, please come in. The pleasure. Uh, thank you for joining us. I'm. And when you meet here. Yeah, I'm Steve Sears. This is Scott Narver. Welcome to Curtain Jerks. And don't mind to be here. What are, What are these? Uh, those are headphones. We just put those on. Ooh, my ears were quite cold. Oh, they they heat up pretty fast in here, don't they? Yeah. Thank you so much. It's going to help you. Uh, uh, yeah. Thank you for being here. So, uh, just, Revolution. yeah, I was about to say, tell us a little bit more about the Ziva Revolution. It is so exciting. Uh, Triple H has really been spearheading it, but it seems like you guys have just taken the ball and run with it. Is this really a, a chance to shine in NXT and professional wrestling in general? We're trying to really win the ball, you know, we're trying to be BCB and really get the crowd behind us. But the problem is, crowd is not there. 
We're trying to get him to cheer or clap or do anything, and nothing is quite happening. So you're saying that you're finding that during Divas matches, the audience is being, I don't know, a little quiet? Oh, you can hear a pin drop. It is just silent out there. Really? Uh, now, uh, Becky Lynch, do you suppose... Uh, I Also, I, sh- I, sh- I have to admit, I'm having a lot of trouble understanding you with that thick Irish accent of yours. Oh, you have them all understanding me? Yeah, just a little bit. But I, th- I will try to enunciate a little bit more. Thank you very you are much. Welcome. Uh, now, uh, Miss Lynch, if I may, uh, I think that perhaps you're so into the action mm-hmm. of this Steve's Revolution that maybe you're not hearing that the crowd is there behind you because often the crowd is quite vocal during uh, NXT Divas matches, sometimes going all the way from incredibly supportive to incredibly sexist. Well, I've never heard it. I've gone out there a lot. I've tried changing my outfit. I've tried being a little skimpier, doing a little bit more skin, and nothing. Nothing has been doing anything. I'm also hoping at some point we get entrance music. By, uh, well, uh... I'm hoping we get a song. I would just really love to come out, have my song hit, and then have the people react to my song. Sometimes I see them stand up and look, now, and then they just... It, it, nothing happens. Uh, well, well, Becky, Becky, uh, Becky, Becky Lynch, uh, allow me to supposit, uh, suppose that um, maybe there is music, and maybe the adrenaline is surging as you're ready to sort of step into this next level of NXT action. That perhaps you're just not hearing it. I mean, that's one way of looking at it, but I don't know. I think. I think I would join on you those things. I think you I would what? notice it. You're right, you're right. I think you would notice. Maybe they're putting it in post when you're coming out, and I'm just hearing it because they're putting in all that music in after the fact because it's a house show atmosphere, and maybe it's a little bit looser. I don't know. I don't know. Um, in general, do you have any sort of further goals besides those basic ones of getting the crowd behind you and stuff that you want to sort of achieve in NXT? I really want to work on my promos, and it seemed like, I don't know, a lot of people are talking under their, under their breath. Okay. When I when I cut my promos and everybody's behind the camera and they put their hand over their mouth and I don't know what they're saying at that point, I really lose out on what they're saying, and I just really want to get better. And you want to get better in the ring. I want to get better on the mic. I want to I want to hear the rest in the crowd. Okay, and now when people cover their mouth to talk, what happens? When you're saying, I don't understand what you're saying right now. Why? You put your hand over your mouth. So when I put my hand over my mouth, you cannot see what I'm saying. What I'm saying. Uh, you said what I'm saying. What I'm saying. What I'm saying? You said what I'm saying. Okay, my hand is now covering my mouth, Becky. Can you hear what I'm saying? Becky, I'm covering my mouth and I'm talking to you. Becky, Scott, can you hear me? Scott? Yeah, of course. I can hear you. Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, do I know? I don't know if my, is my English accent somehow disrupting her Irish accent? I don't know why she doesn't understand me. Steve, she's deaf. What? She's deaf. That's impossible. Look at her red hair and her wrestling and her... Uh, Becky, can you hear me? Becky. 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 Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Becky. Becky. Are we holding for editing? Uh, yes. Yes, Becky. We're holding for editing. Okay. Um, wow. Uh, Becky. Um, uh, did you have any sort of traumatic experiences in terms of training or anything sort of head-related or perhaps a... I don't know, this may be offensive, a giant Q-tip accident. I don't know, anything along those lines during your training with WWE? Well, 
Sometimes you just gotta get your foot in the door any way possible, right? On the indies and just get noticed. I used to work with pyrotechnics. Oh, well, that explains a lot. Um, you know what, Becky? Uh, I've extended the invitation already once today, but I just want to let you know something. You are always welcome on Curtain Jerks. Anytime you want to talk about professional wrestling, current events, the stock market, anything. I just want to let you know, Becky, I think you're one of my favorite guests. Well, I really wanted to go up to the show because every time I download it, I don't hear anything. I don't know if it's a technical problem with your guys' show, but I've never heard one episode, but I've heard every episode. Oh, great. Well, I'm glad that this could be your first experience with us. You know, honestly, with every podcast, I've never heard one episode. There seems to be some sort of technical malfunctions with them. Well, uh... If you guys should turn this into a TV show, I'd watch that all the time. I'll say this. Contrary to what we've said in the past, sometimes maybe this show is best when live. Well... It was really fun being here, you guys. Thank you. Becky Lynch, thank you so much for joining us. And good luck in NXT. Thanks. I'm on the main roster now. <laughs> oh, God, Scott. Damage control. She's, she's deaf, but you're blind, buddy. Oh, <laughs> uh, Becky, of course. Of course you are. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. How embarrassing. I didn't even know she moved into the main roster now. Yeah, she's... That's the whole oh, Divas, Divas Revolution. Revolution. Oh, Jeez, man. You know, I'm okay with you skipping out on some shows every so often, but sometimes uh, you got to be like somewhat I, aware of what's I, going on. Uh, stop the stop the train. I need to get off. This is my stop. Boner town. Sorry, everybody. Because oh, she gave you a boner? No, just because I'm... It's boner like you're stupid. Oh. Boner hey, fuck you. You're stupid. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, you know, boner like you, Scott, are stupid. <laughs> oh, 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 this was one of my dates. Uh, yeah, so they got they got stuff going on with the whole. They've got a number one contender now. You know that? There's finally going to be a contender against Nikki Bella for a title. Is it Charlotte Flair? Yep. Good. Good job, buddy. Yeah, well, that's pretty common. What? Be, just you doing a good job? No, I just assumed that it would be Charlotte Flair. They'd be fools not to. They would be fools. But will she beat her? That's the whole question. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. And there's another title match, Steve, uh, that's equally as important, if not bigger. If not even even more gigantic. The stakes even higher up. What are you doing? What? You I'm so that. fucking excited. I'm playing with this leather glove because yeah. you're telling me about this bigger stakes match. Well, everybody can hear you playing with the Velcro of it. What? I'm excited. Well, all right. This... You know what? I'm putting my glove down. Just tell me what it is because I'm panicking. TNA Wrestling, Impact Wrestling has a title match that will be happening tomorrow night as of this recording um, with <laughs> Matt Hardy fighting Ethan Carter Third, EC3, friend of the show, for... The TNA World Heavyweight title, and oddly enough, Jeff Hardy is on the line. If if EC3 wins, he also wins Jeff Hardy as his personal assistant. Hey, 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 y'all. Jeff Hardy here. Uh, allow me to just uh, clear up a few clarifications for you. Scott and I Steve Sears of the Curtain Jerk. Uh, sorry to interrupt. If you want to finish, you can. I just want to let you know, uh, it's not that I'm on the line it's that everything's on the line. All right, just can I can I tell you that that everything's on the line? Where have you been? Me? You've been our international correspondent and a reporter for quite a while and you've been gone. Tom Anstey of Wrestling Memes has been filling in for you. Well, look, I've got a suitcase full of manila envelopes full of petty cash if you want it back. I know how much you guys like Chinese food. I love Chinese food. Look, I'm a professional wrestler. I don't need your money, all right? So allow it seems me. Like you did previously. Oh, sometimes shit gets weird. You know how it is. 
I mean, my I got my intense albums, and I also got my problems with fish tanks. But look, those are all things in the past, all right? This is what's serious professional wrestling, all right? Right. That's what the deal is. Everything's on the line. Yeah, You're on the I, line. The, I'm on the line. You might be Ethan Carter III's personal assistant if your brother Matt doesn't win this match. That is one gigantic, white, powdery caterpillar of a line all right that is a big line that's on the line all right uh -huh. and you gotta dance you gotta jump over that thing like it's a uh the dirt on the side of a dike by a road i'm talking about like a waterway that is a high pile of cocaine line that i have to deal with if i'm on the line and i am on that line uh i don't know if you want to mention cocaine as part of their your metaphor there oh that was an actual uh allusion to doing cocaine <laughs> Oh, I see. Yeah, and I don't I don't do cocaine. What I do is usually is grind up some Vicodins and some Somas, and I get them real powder fine, and I say, this is cocaine for my brain. Jeff, come on. That can't be true anymore. It's true. Clean. My legs hurt. I'm going to do this cocaine, and I don't do cocaine because that's terrible. So you do pain pills that you snort up. Oh, Jeff, come on. You have a daughter. Oh, you take an Oxycontin. You put it in your mouth for a little bit. Usually about as big as an almond, like one of those big Colombian almonds. And then it gets a little <laughs> gunky because it's been in your mouth for two, one or two minutes. Take it and crush it up with a dollar bill and you snort it and let it dry if it's all gunky. Jeff, this is no way for a brother of a potential champion or a potential personal assistant of a champion to behave. You're right. Right, if I'm going to be a personal assistant, I'm going to have to move on to something a little bit harder. I'm talking no. Pinot Grigio in the afternoon, no. <gasps> maybe even before noon, all right? We're talking white wine breakfast spritzers, all right? I don't want people to think I have a problem, because it's not a problem. Because I am admitting it, it's not a problem. I like to do drugs and drink alcohol. That means it's not a problem, all right? It doesn't. It's not that this is low-hanging fruit, all right? Jeff Hardy talking about doing drugs is what Jeff Hardy is all about, all right? <laughs> oh, Jeff, I want you to be okay, though. I'm okay. Look at me. I'm, how long have I been in this business? Uh, I don't know, 20 years? Yeah, 20 years. I look as young as the day they found me. <laughs> they found you? Yeah, at that rave. That's why I had those pants and those tight shirts for so long. Jeff, look, I want you to who's be... Who's that guy who's on that panel? Who? What's his name? Uh, Bald on top. Looks like... Uh... Danny DeVito, but he's got long blonde hair, bald head, uh, mustache. Uh, Michael you know, Hayes? Yeah, Michael Hayes. Remember when he used to manage us? Yes. And yeah, remember when he used to dress just like us? Yes. But it was like dressing your dad up because he just got divorced and he needed to go to the nightclub and you wanted to meet somebody nice? Yes. Remember that? Yes. Those were good times. Those were good times? Yeah. Well, how are now? How, Great. How is now? How is now? How is now? Now is now, brother. Uh-huh. Upside down pyramid glass. <laughs> <laughs> Diamonds. Oh. Mew, mew, I don't know mew. if you're working on lyrics or if you're about to paint something. I'm just letting you know that now is now and everything's going to be okay. I can't tell you what's going to happen. I can't tell you if EC3 is going to beat my brother. One, that's a business thing because I can't tell you the end because, boom, that's how you ruin ticket sales. But we get a scoop. We get yeah. a scoop. We'd release this episode early then and we'd, we'd break the story. The scoop is that Jeff Hardy as a personal assistant is one personal party assistant. What? Are you saying you're just going to get EC3 messed up all the time? No, I'm just saying I'm ready to party when he is. Oh, and then what if they're a rematch and then he's too messed up and then Matt could win the title. Yeah, and then I'm a personal assistant to nobody. <laughs> well, which is really hard because then I don't know what I'm gonna do, where I'm going <laughs> to forward all these emails. Well, you could be a personal assistant to us. Oh, we well, yeah. We could use the help. Look, well, what do you pay? Uh, all the... 
cash envelopes that you have in your car. Scott, Scott, let's dole them out one by one. We can't just give him all of them back at once. He's going to expect that as a current salary. I'll just take one of these envelopes at a time. I'll start with this one. That's... Don't worry. I'll be personally assisting both of you in a couple days. What does that mean? I think you know what it means. You're buying us Chinese food? Ooh, it means buying us Chinese food. I hope so, too. Buying us Chinese food? Hey, look. Chinese food, Japanese food, Korean food, Filipino food, Thai food. <laughs> Jeff. Singapore. Jeff, does your brother, food. Matt, have any chance of winning this? Ethan, Ethan Carter III is undefeated at this point. Oh, Matt? Yeah, no, he's probably got a couple indie dates coming up. I don't think he's going to win. You think he's not going to win? Sorry, Swanton Bomb. Well, he left. He left. Actually, Scott, he just did a backflip. He's just out of view. He's right underneath the table. Hey, still here. It's me touching your ankle. I'm not a cat. Stop it. All right. right. So I guess guess Jeff Hardy's going to be the personal assistant to Ethan Carter III. But by the time this drops, people will know. Yeah. Or they don't watch TNA, so... They're going to hear our speculation. I imagine Jeff Hardy in a really, like, smart, smart pantsuit. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Like a paralegal. What colors are, are those? Gray. Pantsuits? Graphite gray. That's it? Just yeah. gray? No yeah. silver? Yeah, and he's got one of those, his white shirt, white dress shirt with one of those, like, uh, secretary ties, kind of like the Colonel Sanders. Ooh. Yeah. Well, it's all very exciting. Scott, TNA. you said it. TNA is very exciting. WWE is exciting. Everything's ramping up. Will there be a little season two of Lucha? So many things going on in wrestling. PWG happened. Neither of us saw it. No. I hear it's great. I heard two people who went to it who said it was great. I hear it's great. I, I refer to it today on Compadres as the speakeasy of wrestling. That's a wonderful way to put it. Yeah. That sounds awesome. You always hear about it afterwards. I don't know the code. Oh, I didn't in. know how to get in there. I didn't know where the barbershop was with the secret pull handle to get to the booze. Exactly. I don't oh. know about it. Hell, I've even talked to Joey Ryan one time. But he's like, you ever been? I go, no, I don't know how to go. He's like, oh. Then he called you a narc. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking narc. Get out of here. And then he shoved his mustache in my face. Yeah, then he made you go drink scope with your grandpa because that's the only booze you guys could get. Yeah. Joey Ryan did make me feel bad about myself in that, like, he's so cool way. Yeah. That guy would clean up on Tinder. He probably does. Yeah, he probably does. Son of a bitch. Yeah, and Robbie E, thanks for pointing that out last week. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't heard that, Robbie E on the show last week. Great fun interview. Cuts me down. Builds Steve up. Hey, look, not to build both of us up, but I will. This Thursday, I'm watching the very first cut of Dave Made a Maze. <gasps> How many minutes do you think it is? Feature length. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Are there sound effects? Is there music? Uh, no, there hasn't been a... There's probably temp audio and temp music tracks, and we haven't done all the special effects yet, but this is a, the first cut to see where we can go and what we're going to have to do in terms of pickups and uh, special effects. Very exciting. So there could be pickups. Could be. Oh, I always thought there wouldn't be, but there there could be. There could be. Oh, I, I'd like a couple shots at a couple things again. Yeah. Well, hey, look, there's always going to be more movies. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, there's always going to be more movies. Oh, yeah, to watch and download? Hey, oh, yeah. Hey, buddy, there's more movies on Voodoo right now. Oh, for you. oh finally. <laughs> Thanks. Something for me. I got Vendetta. Big Show and Dean Kane. Oh, boy. That's it's going to be a good watch. That's, that's something we're going to get struck probably very soon. Uh, yes, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud everywhere. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a rate and review. That helps us out 
so so much some of you guys that have been talking to on afterbuzz chat like you guys uh, that are that are crossing over now into our realm thank you so much for listening and again all this uh, that stuff helps us out so much i do afterbuzz smackdown recaps check those out also wrestling compadre slamcast doing that as well we got a bunch of people that want to come into the studio and guest with us and the list is growing and growing and growing and it's very exciting so get the word out about the podcast spread it around dave made a maze as steve said on instagram twitter facebook it's the movie that steve co-wrote i have a part in and so does former wwe superstar john morrison Mm. get excited about it holy shit that's a thing so for curtain jerks i'm scott narver and i'm steve sears enjoy your wrestling kids You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait till the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things. These things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands. Uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks. Follow us, uh, like the episode, comment, tw- uh, comment during. It. You could, you should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh, that was uh, quotable. And then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there. And if you're an aesthetics person, orange accents. Right? Orange is the new black, guys. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to be dated. (laughs) No way. No way. Jason Biggs. Jason Biggs. WCW champion if they're still around. Yeah, that's how it works. So there's the orange is the new black WCW crossover. Jason Biggs is the new championship. That belt's almost as big as his head. It is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos. Uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos ideas. Videos ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. No, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.